Hello, hello. Welcome to What the Jess Podcast. I'm your host. You guessed it. I'm Jess. Thank you so much for joining me. Now just sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Well, hey guys, how are we doing after the season or series finale of WandaVision? Oof, that was an intense show. I'm just going to say it right off the top. I thought it was a masterpiece. I didn't expect that um, when they first announced that WandaVision was going to be a Disney Plus show. I was kind of at the point where I was thinking, why? I mean, I couldn't couldn't figure out the, 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 the logic behind it. But after I saw the first few episodes, I realized that it was a very unique and funky, bizarre show. And I loved it. So... I think for the most part, I wasn't going to do anything too um, in-depth in in terms of reviewing every episode. I don't don't do that. I do it as a whole. Um, And I will acknowledge, I understand that for some people, the finale itself was disappointing. But is it really the show's fault that uh, that those that were disappointed were disappointed? I mean, if we're really looking at it, this was a show that brought fans from all kinds of areas of entertainment, mostly comic book superhero fans, casual fans. It became a cultural phenomenon where every week we looked forward to see what happens next. And we loved to discuss in between episodes what we thought was going to happen. That was fun. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's, I don't recall maybe the Mandalorian, but I don't recall ever doing that faithfully every week. Um, and so, it, you know, it was it was quite remarkable. I think where people got themselves in trouble, um, and, I, and I kind of bought into a couple of the baby, I call them baby conspiracy theories, because the, the ones that were all out there, I was just like, that's never going to happen on a TV show. But I think the issue is, if we're honestly going to put it out there, I guess, is the expectations are way too high um, on the show. Um, the conspiracy theories or, or even just regular uh, theories were elaborate and they gained steam in all through YouTube and other podcasts. Uh, that's what their weekly podcasts were, where people calling in or writing or, or whatever, chatting what they thought was going to happen and what each episode meant it was you know diagnosed so hard every episode every little thing this has to mean something this is me you know and it's fun but at the same time I think everyone started to dig themselves a hole because guys the expectations were never going to be what everyone hoped would happen at the end and when all your expectations didn't come true the show failed for you at the end. Um, for me, thank God, I loved it. I didn't pay much attention to the Mephisto and Nightmare Angle because although they didn't completely close the door on that theory, but it was, you know, obviously not in the show. They could do it later on in Doctor Strange 2, which is, I think, it's probably what's going to happen. But you have to understand, a TV show, even though I had a movie budget, they're not going to reveal such huge things before they do it in a, in a film. They want you to see their films. Um, they did a great job doing some uh, 
holy crap moments though. Um, but you had, you know, you had to understand the show was Wanda and Vision. That's the name of the title. The show was about Wanda, her grief, family, loss, how to get through something like that. Um, and so I think people started to lose sight of that towards the end when they wanted so badly for all their conspiracy theories to happen. Um, and, you know, people started going down rabbit holes and that rabbit hole turned into another rabbit hole. And then the next thing you know, the meaning of the show was lost, in my opinion. Um, and for those of us who don't read the comics super uh, hard, I know the gist of House of M. Um, you have to remember also, Marvel does not take direct storylines from comics. They borrow ideas that they uh, they get inspired by. Um, and that's what, how, that's what leads to their films. They do not take these directly. So you should have known that from the start, that it wasn't going to be exactly what you thought. Um, and the little... Uh, tidbits that we got uh, mid-credit and end scene, uh, post scenes with Monica and the scroll. I mean, that was cool. I mean, I'm not a huge, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure how I've, I, where I stand in the whole Captain Marvel universe. I think she's a cool character, but that doesn't really excite me as much as the last scene with Wanda projecting herself, Astro projecting herself and going through the book and all that, um, which is something Dr. Strange did, except he had to sleep. He had to rest to do that. She doesn't have to do that. So she's going to be a problem at some point. Um, the fact she's as powerful as she is now and doesn't even know what she's doing is, should scare us. So she's obviously going to be ripping open the multiverse, probably trying to find her kids, which are clearly still alive. But um, we probably won't get any answers until next year for Doctor Strange 2. But anyway, I just wanted to give my thoughts out there. It is a really well-written show, way past my expectations. Um, it was quirky and bizarre, and I loved the sitcom uh, aspect. I thought that I wouldn't, but I had a smile on my face the entire time. I mean, the black and white episodes were so cool. I'm young. I don't remember the actual sitcoms. I mean, I've heard of them, but it made me want to go back and actually watch them. Bewitched looks like a really fun show. So I'm going to check those out. So say, look, they brought some new audience uh, to that, to those eras. Um, and I loved the acting. Um, if Elizabeth Olsen does not get nominated for an Emmy, I'll be very surprised. She was phenomenal. So was Paul Bentley, uh, Catherine Hahn. They were all fantastic. That, that's what made the show memorable um, and fun to watch. Um, and I liked how with each episode, as they progressed, more cracks in the facade started to happen around Wanda. We really didn't know what was going on until like episode seven, six or seven. Um, but... For me, uh, I'm okay with them not doing the big, huge, bad reveal that it's Mephisto or whatever. I'm okay with that because I don't really know much about that background. I'd rather see it in a film. So the only thing that I'm disappointed in is the Quicksilver reveal. I still think it might actually still be him, but my, my theory in itself is way too long to explain. I, I find it very hard to believe Kevin Feige who respects the fans very much so would bring back a favorite character like Quicksilver to just disregard him again as a troll. I mean, that doesn't seem like his kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, a character. It's not in his character to do that. So I'm very surprised they did go that way. But I don't think the whole Evan Peters is 
this Ralph guy necessarily is the end of this of that storyline. And the reason I say that briefly is because he still had his powers in the house, even though Agatha wasn't controlling him so much. She was dealing with Wanda. Uh, He still had those powers. Um, And even when Monica took that necklace off him, that was what was controlling him or whatever, he reverted to a different character, very much a younger child, you know, younger acting or whatever. We never see what happens after that. So it's very possible that that person and the headshot and all that might disappear into a different reality like it could possibly his name could be erased at some point um because i did notice that when they were having their conversation uh and monica and i still call him quicksilver pietro fake Pietro, whatever you want to call him if you notice the wide shot there is a baltimore oreos banner in between them that's very prominent your eye goes right to it can't remember the name of the player he's number 19 his name is like carl something and he lives in baltimore um and if you remember from uh days of future past wolverine says i know a guy he lives just outside of dc where does this take place this this uh where does this guy take the 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 football i mean the uh, baseball player he's outside of dc which is true. Baltimore is outside of DC. So I know it's a stretch, but there's more to it. We don't see what happens after Monica leaves. So there's a very good chance that he is still probably going to be Quicksilver at some point. I just can't believe Kevin Feige would do all this, bring back this really popular character just to do nothing with him. They could have cast somebody who's not very well known. I mean, what was the, what was the point of that? But uh, other than that, I, I thought the show wrapped up nicely. There were a few things they didn't uh, wrap up completely that I didn't really mention again. Um, what was the purpose of those commercials? And who were those two people in those commercials? I thought it was her parents for a long time. And then the flashback scene obviously proved that wasn't her parents. I don't know. Maybe it's her real parents and she was adopted. I have no idea. They never gave you an answer for that. They never explained where the beer, the beekeeper went whether he was just a, uh, re, uh, put into the, reassimilated into the, the hex, possibly. Um, Darcy didn't really get a closure. She ran into, you know, the Hayward's truck or whatever and stopped him from leaving, and that was about it. I think that was kind of a wasted character towards the end. Um, and, you know, I think that we did get a good resolution on Vision slash White Vision, he has all the memories now, so he's probably going an overload. So he's probably f- trying to figure things out. And they'll probably bring him back in a few movies to where he's the actual vision that we know, I'm sure. I mean, there's a reason they brought him back. And I think the last thing that I uh, wondered why they didn't finish where I thought the storyline was going is um, who was the person that was supposed to be in witness protection? They mentioned it once or twice at the beginning, and then they never they never went back to it and they never uh they never resolved that so to me it must have been just a plot device to get uh parks there to the to the uh crime not crime scene but to where they were where sword was at the beginning so because they never even mentioned it again so (laughs) and you know Dottie, you know all those reveals were pretty cool they were subtle but anyway i'm going on and on uh this was a great series i highly recommend it you don't pay attention to all those over the top theories uh, try to enjoy it as it is and I think even those who 
those who may have been a little bit disappointed, let a few days go by and then rewatch it again, knowing that you're, you were wrong and just enjoy it and you will love it so much better. I've seen it probably three times and it gets better and better every time. The emotional connection with Wanda and Vision at the end, oh, so heartbreaking, you know. So give it another, give it another whirl. Um, and those who liked it, right on. I'm very excited about uh, the 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 Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, that looks like a fantastic, fun, action-packed show. And then, of course, we have uh, Black Widow coming up. My girl uh, in theaters. It still hasn't been moved. It may move one more time, but I think it's good to go. And then we get Loki. So we've got some great stuff coming up for Marvel and Marvel fans. So make sure you stay tuned and check those out. Uh, that's it. That's all I got, guys. Take care, and uh, I'll talk to you soon.